this morning. Just uh, touch your neighbor and say you're welcome today. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. I welcome everyone today. And uh, I'm sure we are happy uh, to be here. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. It's like we're trying to adjust the, the volume. Eh? Okay. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 I think it's okay. It's okay now. Okay. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Um, I welcome everyone here this morning. And I'm happy to see each and everyone here. Um, it's good to see our beautiful faces again. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And uh, trust that uh, our week was awesome. It was not too stressful. Amen. Uh, hopefully our week was, uh, was, was full of graces. Amen. Amen. And uh, we enjoyed our, our week and uh, we are not too tired. You know, weekend is for rest. And uh, also, hearing the word of God too is, is rest. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And uh, I'm trusting God that uh, we'll find uh, grace today. Uh, it's like Praise God. Okay. I think I'll make it a little bit more more central. It's okay. It should be fine. Okay. I think this is okay. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So I welcome everyone again once again. Uh, sorry I'm greeting a lot. 
Um, I just realized that uh, I didn't bring my Bible. I thought it was in the, in the bag, but apparently, I'm back to my digital Bible. Amen. No, before it was it was digital Bible. I don't know if, if for some reason I like the digital. Ah, so let me, I like it too. Let me. Then all of a sudden, I think since we started, I think I just like the the Bible, the book. So I've forgotten about the digital one, and then today it's like they brought the need back. It's okay. We'll manage it like that. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Are we blessed this morning already? Yes, uh, We thank God for for the, the prayer and the, and the worship. Uh, the Lord is helping us. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 I'm a heart failure. Come and pray, Sufina. I'll die and I see. I'm Takaya Fin. Helma. Hello, Fis. Hello. Hello, Miha. Hello, me. Me heart of fire. Haldin. How, sire. I see my higher. Halno. How no? How to feel? Emi Sophia. E Sophia. Emi Sophia. Sophia. Sophie. Sophia. Ami a Sophie. Sophia. Oh, ma Sophia. Sophie. I'm Sophie. Sophia. 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 Fear. Sophia. I'm a heart of fear. Sophia, my heart of Sophia. I'm Sophia. I am Sophia. Fia Sophia. Sophia. Sophie. 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 I am a Sophie. I am a Sophie. I must see. Thank you, Jesus. I'm exalting it. I'm bringing it in your midst. I'm, I'm exalting this. I'm exalting it. I'm exalting it. I'm, I'm, I'm making it high. I'm making it sing. I'm making it sing. I'm, 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 I'm pinking it, pinking, 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 I'll pick it, 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 yes, 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 for say the spirit, I am exalting my life. I'm exalting myself. I'm exalting my spirit. 
and I'm exalting my 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 life even amongst the amongst you amongst the 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 that is a big big make you see it. I'm I'm I'm, I'm making you see it. I'm making you see it. I'm exalting my life. I'm exalting my life to make you see it. To make you see it. I'm making it stand out. I'm making it stand first. I'm making it stand first. I'm making it stand first. I'm making it up. I'm building it up. I'm big building it up. I'm building it up. Be built. For even, 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 easy to even, even see it. For you to even see it. For you to see it. For you to see this life. For you to see me. For you to see my life. For you to see my world. For you to see my world. Wall, 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 wall. But I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming in myself, in my person, for you to fear my word. For for fear, fear, fear. You should 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 fear. Yes, so fear, so fear, 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 fear. For the fear, for the fear, the fear, the fear, the fear, the fear, the fear. The fear, the fear of the Lord is needed. The fear of the Lord is needed. The fear of the Lord is needed. Mm. You should fear the Lord. You should fear the Lord. Mm. You should fear the Lord. 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 Fear the Lord. Fear the Lord. The, the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord. I am exalting my life for you to sit and fear and fear and fear and fear and fear 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 my sign fear my sign fear my sign fear my sign fear 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 my sign fear this sign fear this sign fear this sign fear this sign Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, I welcome everyone here once again. I hope we are, we are happy to be here. Uh, so, I mean, today I'll just see how we can quickly, you know, a little, we are speeding up a bit today because we have to leave early. You know, normally after meeting, we, you know, we stay after like 2 to 2.34 before we even leave, but... They said there's a meeting after, right after, there's a, there's somebody using this space right after, I say about 2.15. So we have to quickly you know, finish and then you know, take the things out. So um, so I'll, in that case, I still want to you know, give room for some, some fellowship before we leave. So I'm hoping I can quickly finish so that we'll still have some time before, before we leave. Amen. So I just want to appreciate and everyone here, um, uh, right from left to right. Last time was right to left, so left to right. You do know, uh, Auntie Delight. Thank you for 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 being here, uh, my darling wife. The Lord bless you greatly, and uh, Kevin here, um, our prayer warrior, and Brother uh, Stephen here, our our how do, how do, how do I put it? 
uh, keyboard warrior and uh, and also our uh, can we just call him a prophet you know is <laughs> both good in the world and also instruments you know you know it's perfect that they can switch like that you know yeah. we just just call him up <laughs> amen amen my brother is he say okay no, you catch me it's all right <laughs> now no, i'm in the wind now <laughs> amen <laughs> praise the lord hallelujah amen um it's good to be here and uh, as what started i was going to actually start from second peter that we're reading but from the way things are i think i'll just move into uh the book of isaiah 11. can we just go to the book of isaiah chapter 11. amen now we'll just read from there we're trusting the lord to guide us in the words a day. Um, most of the time, when uh, we're about to teach, you know, there's, there's so much, so much uh, weight and so much help needed to get into the, to the mind of God. You know, God will help us to align, amen. Uh, I'll just pray, I think I've prayed, but let me quickly just pray for the Lord. We pray this morning that as we go into your word today, that you would lead us aright and you will guide us. Father, I submit to your spirit this morning. I submit to you. I align under you and under your spirit, under your son. I align, align totally to, to you. I ask that you help me to connect your thought. I have no wisdom of myself. I ask, Father, that you will guide us in wisdom that as we look into the word you will help our thought to align with yours help us father help us to to connect your thought father we pray that you would show so much mercy this morning both for the word and for our heart to receive them mahal sophia namah thank you father give you all the praise in jesus name we have prayed amen Thank God for, for so much. I know the Lord is faithful. He's, he's, always, he's always faithful, you know. Uh, when we come, it's not, like, it's not like we plan to give tongue and interpret all the time. We don't plan it. It just happens. Amen. And as it happens, we just try as much as we can to, to follow the Spirit and just see where the direction is. Amen. So it says, And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of J.C., and the branch shall grow out of its roots. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The spirit of wisdom and understanding. The spirit of counsel and mind. The spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. And shall make him of quick understanding in the fear of the Lord and he shall not judge after the sight of his eyes neither reprove after the hearing of his ears but with righteousness shall he judge the poor and reprove with equity for the meek of the earth and he shall smite the earth with the rod of his mouth 
and with the breath of his lips, and with the breath of his lips shall he slay the wicked, and the righteous shall be the girdle, and righteousness, sorry, and righteousness shall be the girdle of his loins, and faithfulness the girdle of his reins. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. As I'm reading through this, uh, I'm seeing even a connection to, to Tuesday, but we'll see how the, the word goes. Amen. Uh, I'll just read. It says, And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of JC. Amen. So we know that the rod, uh, right, out of the stem of JC is talking about an offspring. Right, something that will spring forth out of JC, and a branch shall grow out of its roots. Amen. Um, the branch shall grow out of its roots. Now, if you want to look at a root, right, um, the root is also the stem. Right. Um, so this, the root, or the stem, is the root that is visible while the what we call root itself is the one that is hidden underground right so so there's a there's a connection from this saying that shall come forth a rod out of the stem of jc so that's jc of course when we look at jc we can trace it to david right because uh, david is is the offspring of jc too right but of course, they're not just talking about uh, a physical, I mean, both, there's both spiritual and, and natural implication to, to the word here. Amen. I shall go out and the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. So now they are talking about a person, right? So a person that would spring forth out of the stem of JC and the branch, an offspring out of its roots or out of its stem. So as an offspring out of JC, and the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. And of course we know that when Jesus came, right, he began to talk and when he was teaching, he was making it clear to the people that he is whom the scripture is referring to, right? He talked about Isaiah 60, you know, when he's teaching, he made it clear Right, and we can see also or draw inference from that, and and from also from the knowledge of Scripture, and we can see that this offspring is Christ. Right, it's Christ, and said the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. Right, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might. The spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord, and shall make him of quick understanding in the fear of the Lord. Amen. Amen. And we know here that um, I know most of us we are familiar with this spirit, right? And we know that this is the seventh spirit of God, right? So they are saying that the the seventh spirit of God shall rest upon him. Now, now this seventh spirit, uh, I know in a while, 
from before when I had seven spirit, then no, I didn't know too much. So I had seven spirit. I just know that okay, God gets seven spirit, and you know, that's it. I, I don't even know. Uh, I have. I didn't even think it's something that we as believers can actually have access to. I know Holy Spirit. I just. I then I know that God has seven spirit. Okay, oh, God has seven. It's His own. It's His spirit, right? It's Him that owns it. It's Him that uses it. So it's His spirit. He has nothing to do with me. Right, it just God. I just know God and I know Him. It's like knowing that your friend have ten cars, right, and you know that he has ten cars, but it's not. It's not. It's different when you know that your friend's ten car is your own too. It's different. Let's say let's say we have joint ownership. The 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 interaction with with those things will be different. Because I know I have, I, have, I have a, what's that word? I have a stake in the property, right? So if I know that I have a stake in the property, then I can make, make use of it. Uh, the way I interact with it will be a lot more personal than seen it from afar. Mm. Oh, it's just his own, it's your car. Okay, once in a while I can even say, ah, Jide, can you, ah, why am I always saying Jide? Uh, okay, let me change this. No, this brother Jide and brother, uh, sister Shade and sister Titi that we were talking, <laughs> we talking about. But you know, ah, Shade also has Titi, so Jide should also have a partner too, like, uh, ah, eh? Shegun, yes, yes. I know there's brother Shegun too. Uh -huh. So, you know, if I take Shegun's car, ah, Shegun, can you please borrow me your car? Even while using the car, there is, there is a separation between me and that car because I know it's not mine. So the way I interact with it is, no, you are not my inheritance. So it's, it's, we interact with it as if it's not our inheritance. Amen. But, um, when it comes to, so let me bring that back, like I was explaining, it's different when we now know that this thing is our inheritance. Amen. It's, it's an inheritance for believers. Just like we have a stake in a property. And there's, some, there's some level of ownership and use, and a sense around it that we will use the thing. Amen. So when it comes to the things of God, this seven spirit of God is not something too far from believers, or it's not just a spirit that God has. Yes, it is the spirit of God, but it's not just the spirit of God that is exclusive to God alone. In short, this seven spirit is a portion out of his spirit. This seven spirit is not the fullness of his spirit. It's a portion out of it. 
which has a goal. So that portion has a goal, it has, a, it has an end to it. Right? So that portion is for, it had, the portion is almost like an oath for salvation. And let me, let me, put, it, let me put it this way. See, those seven spirit is actually the inheritance of believers. So it's not, it's not just God's spirit. When I, I don't even know, ah, God help me, I can't remember how we used to think this thing. Now, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of God, ah, you can know there's a sense we have that time about wisdom, hey, you can be wise. Okay. Understanding, okay, God can make you understand things. It's God's spirit. But the sense of it is like we can we just use it in sometimes and you know make use of it from time to time and as it comes. I can't fully even remember the thoughts, so I can't but maybe one the day I remember, uh -huh, but there's some sense around it. But this seven spirit of God is a portion, uh, an inheritance for believers to come to God. Because later in the book of Revelation, we begin to see another seven spirit, which is not the same as this one. So when you come to the throne of God and you see seven lamps burning around the throne, which are also the spirit of God sent forth into all the world, these, those ones are not the same as the, 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 this seventh spirit that we're reading in Isaiah here. <clears throat> because of the way God, of, because of where God placed them. Amen. So this seventh spirit, where you will find them, is in the tabernacle of God. Right, so we found them in the temple. And from understanding we know that the light in the temple has a use, right? The light in the temple, in the, in the holy place to be specific, because where you see this light of, where you see the seven spirit, which God typified, God typified the seven spirit as the seven golden candlestick, which is in the holy place, right? So God typified it and showed it as an example or as an example to us so we can see patterns of his kingdom and his dominion, right? So, now, Jesus Christ, uh, who this spirit rested on, right? Now, they're showing us something. He said, the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, Right? But we know that it did rest on him, right? Now, if we go to the book of uh, John, right, we began to see uh, when he came for to be baptized, right? So he was baptized. Uh, the Spirit uh, rested upon him, right? So God told John, him in whom you see the Spirit rest on like a, like a dove. So that is the Messiah, right? So and then on the on the day of uh, on in, during the baptism of Jesus, uh -huh, not transfiguration now during baptism 
And I said the spirit resting upon him. Right? Okay, so I'm, I'm not saying that's the time, exact time. I'm not sure. I don't, okay, I'm not, I'm not taking the scripture now. I'm just showing us now that that itself we can see a, God showing a sign to people of the resting of the spirit upon a soul. That the spirit of God can rest on his soul. So what we see happening to Jesus is not something that is only for Jesus. But Jesus showed us a way. Right? Now, Jesus is the first to come into it. Showing that it is possible or, or it's becoming a sign to the people that the Spirit of God can rest on souls. It is not, it is not just God's Spirit far, but it is God's Spirit that can sit on a believer. Amen. And as believers, we must be we must be aware, let me put that word, we must be aware of the things that God or the provision of God's gift. Amen. We must be aware of God's provision, of God's the provision of God's gift to us, right? Um Jesus didn't come to a point where the Spirit rested on him by accident. Right? So, the Spirit resting on him is showing, is a, is a, it's also a sign of growth. Because he has been growing. In short, since he was, since he was, my imagine, he came out at 30 to be baptized, I mean. Since 12, he was already Christ. Or well, let's say he was, was already becoming Christ. Because at 12, he's already aware of his father. So don't you know that I must be about my father's business? And those that know fathers, or those that know their father, right, they are not, or let me put it this way. You can't just see that and call father. You can't just know it. Because to know a father, there must be some spiritual development in a soul for the soul to recognize the father. Now, there is a father we recognize when we get born again, right? So we recognize, oh, we are born now into the kingdom of God. We are... God has translated from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light. Um, we are saved. I'm now the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. No, we know, oh yes, Father, now I'm now your child. So as a, as a result, God is now my father. Right? The father that we know at that time is not the father Jesus was talking about. Knowing... Knowing the father takes some development. Amen. Now, it, a quick example is 
if my daughter is saying daddy, daddy, daddy now, she just have a sense that I'm just a daddy. She does not know me as a father yet. Because being a father is a different ball game entirely, like we've learned now. Eh? If it's to donate seed, that's the easiest. If, as donors, it's the easiest thing to do, just donate seed. Uh, so donating seed is not what makes someone a father, right? <laughs> and it, we can also see it is if maybe somebody raised somebody else's child, the, the, the child can grow up to recognize the person as their father. Even though they might have a biological father, right? But the person they know as their father is who developed them. And as at the time, they have some sense that, okay, this person is developing me. Right? It's different from me. No, you can't. If you take a baby, raise a baby to like, let's say, two, three, four, let's say even five. Take that baby away and give that baby to another person to raise. The baby may develop knowledge of fatherhood to that person more than the person that first raised them in the first year of their life. In short, they may not even have memories of who they were. Right? They may not have memories. When they grow up, they'll be like, oh, who's my dad? Right? They may not have memories. So maybe in families, you know, maybe as children grow and they still recognize that it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a combination of, of things, right? that makes a child you know, recognize, okay, this is my dad, okay, you have been my dad since I was small. It means, what it means is that the, work, the fatherhood work is progressing and the child is able to identify, is, is, and in each level, able to identify the father there, right? Okay, now I've grown to a point where I can recognize, oh, this is my dad, not just because it was the one that got my mother pregnant, right? But because it's, now that fatherhood thing is, is a, the only place where you can find it is in a relationship, right? Without relationship, it is impossible for a child to recognize a father but because there are things the father would do that would make the child know that this is my dad. Some people who have dad, they, they, yeah, it's my dad. But when they are saying that, they're just saying that this is the person that gave birth to me biologically. To them, that person is not their father. Right? Because the, the spiritual deposit of developing, development that the father ought to pour into the child is not dead. If he's not dead, the child will not recognize that. So, what I'm saying is that Jesus had a relationship with the father. He had a fellowship. Let me use that word. He was fellowshipping with his father. And because of the spiritual development, the spiritual raising, spiritual interaction, Jesus was able to recognize his father. You know John, Abby, and Mary, but he said, don't you know that I should be about my father's business? So that means John, um, Joseph, 
was the earthly dad, but he already outgrew that. Knowing that, no, this is not my dad. This is my dad. Earthly wise, we can say Joseph is his father. But him, as a dad, at 12, is, he has, I don't even know how to put it, he has already been raised. So He was so raised in, in thought, in, in stature, in spirit, because that's what Luke told us. Say, and Jesus grew, right? And he grew in stature, and grew in spirit. The spirit of the Lord rested on him. I think we should read it. Up. Is it Luke two forty? Is it two forty? Somebody should have read it. Yes. Luke two forty. And the child grew and was strong in spirit, okay. filled with wisdom, mm-hmm. and the grace of God was upon him. And the grace of God. So the child was strong. But grew grew. and waxed strong in spirit. And waxed strong in spirit. So it grew and waxed strong in spirit. Filled with wisdom. And the grace of God was upon him. And the grace of God was upon him. So those are the activities around Jesus when he was a child. Now this this person called Jesus is a is a spirit man. I'm just looking at it, right? Because he was now from from what I'm seeing. There's a, what they're telling us is the child grew. Now, that growing there, although you may say it grows, it's growing physically, but that growth there is not a physical, they're not just talking about him developing physically. They're talking about him growing physically and spiritually. Growing in a spiritual age. So Jesus had a spiritual age, right, that he was growing in. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Okay, I'm just, I'm just writing the, the things most, most. So Jesus had a, a, a spiritual development such that both his body and his so is let me put it this way: his spirit, soul, and body were growing at the same rate. Amen. So by the time you see Jesus at thirty-three, he has finished, have you? And I'm wondering why everybody that goes to heaven and see all their old people died, they always see them young. I don't know why. Maybe they, maybe somebody has seen somebody old. I don't know. But again, that's just a side comment. But I don't know why they always see them young. I feel, I just feel in a way, Sha, that our, the, not youth, our, scripture calls it youth, really, but our, if not because of the fall of man, I don't think our skin should be wrinkled.
Because that the wrinkle is a sign of corruption somehow. Yeah. That something has been tampered with in the nature of man. Now imagine Adam that lived a thousand was he, I don't think he was old and shaky. Right? Now imagine someone that could live if they live for a thousand years, right? Because you know, you know men those days they live for almost a day. Yeah? You know, a day is like a thousand years, a thousand years is like a day. So they live for almost a day. And that's what God call a day. And then we we are living for how many years? <laughs> Literally. So they are saying they are saying that to live a day, really. Now imagine the the earthly the earthly years for a day. Let's say a thousand, then to God it's just a just a day. I imagine that what, what kind of so all of us that are crying and shouting that God is God, maybe it's just two days that has passed since Jesus died. Yeah, 2003. Yeah. Perhaps, maybe God, all of us were saying, look, in God's eyes, just, maybe just two days, two heavenly days, and then. And you know, according to scripture, the way God calibrated days, you know, day is, when you talk about day, that's, that's how God counts his own things. So you can have years inside days. Right? Like in Isaiah 60, says that to... Can somebody help us read it, actually? I don't want to paraphrase. Say, the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me. Is, this, is it the Spirit of the Lord God? To anoint, yes. 61. Verse 1. So the Spirit of the Lord God is upon, upon me, me because the Lord has anointed me. me. Okay. He had sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, mm-hmm. to program liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison mm-hmm. to them that are bound, okay. to proclaim the acceptable year of the, Lord, of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God. See, and the day of vengeance of our God to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. So the Lord counts years. God count days. The day of vengeance of our God. So God count days. So, like I said, you can have years in days. So, in short, maybe the time Jesus left heaven and returned was not even up to a twinkle of an eye. Just 33. Okay, if a day is if a, if a day is 24 hours, Abby, yeah. so that's a thousand, so let's say 24 hours is a thousand years. Can we calibrate 33 years in 24 hours based on that calibration? So we have 1,000 is 24. So if you want to divide 1,000 by 24, Right? So every hour is how many years? 41.7 years is one hour. Abby? 
is one hour. For some, 40, 40, 41. 41.7. Jesus lived 33. So, so he lived less than one hour. <laughs> Amen. So, maybe in the sight of, in the sight of God, Jesus just, Jesus just went, pew, pew, boom, boom, and then he returned. It was not even up to an hour. He has returned. But for us, that was a long time. It was 33 years. And you know, and the funny thing is that you know the, the, the Chinese, they have a sense of this. If you watch, if you watch their shows, and then they have some some weird, not weird. Well, I mean, we watch it and enjoy it, but if you see some relief, belief, beliefs, and oh my God, one thing I know about their culture is that the spirit that brought about their doctrine to them is, a, of course, is a fallen spirit. So it brought some heavenly sense to them to, to, to show them how things are. So they believe there is heaven and earth. And you can ascend. They believe that. They believe in ascension. That thing, no human being can come up with it. It's not possible. Because ascension is a wisdom of spirit. What natural men know is growing laterally. All the growth that men know, every of our growth, um, growing up, uh, marrying, giving birth, uh, going to school, career, all those things, they have no ascending grace or anything. There's nothing ascending about it spiritually. It's all lateral. It's all, I don't even know if I can call it lateral. It's all flat. It's lateral. It's the same thing, anyways. It's just flat, straight, horizontal lines, not vertical. And men does not have, because of the fall, we don't have what it takes to think upward. Because the moment anybody starts thinking upward, you have moved into the world of God. Satan himself, when he's telling us in Isaiah 14, right, he said, I will ascend. So Satan knows ascension. What we call ascending, to ascend. I don't, I'm thinking about it now. Maybe I know some of us have, I know Brother Stephen has listened to a lot of messages, so you may, and, and I know you listen to a lot of messages, too, so maybe have some sense of, I don't think I've ever heard any teaching about how to ascend. The word ascending or arisen. You know the scripture talks about John, say, of all men born of woman, none have arisen. It's a different way of developing souls. Right? Now, to arise is to go up or to be cut up, right? Or to, to, to journey towards being cut up. So to arise is to arise is a is a 
feet or a, is, a, is the journey of those that have uh, they have insight into spiritual development. Every spiritual development is a vertical journey. Just as you have, you know, we, do, we all do math, Abby. We all do math. So in math, how many of us, ah, of course now, before we all graduated school, we all do graph, Abby. And you know that in the graph, you have positive and negative lines. And you can have a curve, start from negative and then, you know. So there's a zero line. And then there is a upward and then downward line. And spiritually, that's how it is. So the only, the only thing is that, you know, we think maybe it's possible to stay at zero and not go up or down. It's not possible. There's nothing like a neutral. They don't give that in the spirit, there's nothing like that. Nobody's neutral. Everybody will have to pick it. You must pick it. You must choose. In short, if you don't want to choose this, I mean, the program is already in the soul. Because, unlike, ah, what can I use as an example? Ah, nothing is coming to mind, but the way it is in the soul is, is just that. You don't have the, you, there is no program to say pause. Let me, let me choose whether I want to go up or down. I want to stay flat for now. I don't want to join you. Is a, it's, it's a, okay, the, what, I'm, what is, it's a constant, the life of a man is a constant decision of up, do you want to go up or down? So every decision being made is either up or down, up or down, up or down. There is no hold on. Let me, let me relax. I don't want to go up now and I don't want to go down now. I just want to maybe spend some time and have some rest. <laughs> Just let me take a break. There's nothing like that. If you want to take a break, all you just say is game over. <laughs> As at every second, every minute, every hour, every day, every week, every month, every year, every years is a constant decision. Up or down. Up or down. So it's good to make a decision to go up. We know that, so there's a difference. When you've made, when you've made a decision to go up, but there are weights now. So there's a different thing. Because the soul will always have a weight. Weights are tied to souls. 
A soul can't be without weight. Right? And we know that from scripture too. Because the scripture says, take my burden. Right? Now, that burden is a weight. But it says my burden is light. Because it is a wing. To make you fly. To ascend up. Satan does not have... His own is weight and sin. Not attach, you know, attach weight. That, Satan has his own body too. His own body is not light. It is heavy. It is heavy. And because of the heaviness of the weight, right, souls are, they don't have a choice but to keep going there. It's, a, it's like gravity. Can you jump up and you don't have any, any tool? You, don't, you are not a plane. You don't have wings. You don't have jet to fly and suspend in the air and say, wait, I want to decide whether I want to go up or down. It won't happen that way. The moment you jump up, there's, there's something that is needed immediately. A law is needed. Do you have the law to fly? Yes? Okay, continue. But do you have the law to fly? No. Ah, sorry. Go back down. <laughs> There's no argument. That's... Okay. That is causing this thing. There's no argument. Right? There's no... We are no, no nobody is arguing. We are not going to argue about it. Right? The next thing straight is go down. Meaning that as long as you don't have the spiritual development to fly, forget about flying. Just return back to where you are. That's how it is. So in the spirit, there's no... So for Christians that like saying, I don't like stress, I don't want to... I don't want to... I don't want to uh, overthink Christianity. I don't want to... You see all this spirit? Oh, all of everybody praying. Maybe everybody's praying in tongues. I'm just too much... Uh, don't pray in tongues. It's just, you know, what does it mean to be? It's, ah, spiritual. Everybody just spiritual. Spiritual. What? What? What you are fighting is ascension. Yeah. Every soul that is positioned that way, what that soul is fighting is ascension. And then what you now begin to see is that you can see such a soul prospering in the natural. That's the thing. You can have Christians like that. Things are working out. You just make plans. You just calculate it. It's just this one and this one. We know we know we will calculate some things, right? But we don't calculate with our sense. We we do spiritual calculations. Just that spiritual calculation sometimes is quite logical. No, there's a difference. There's a difference between thinking logically but thinking spiritually. Well, you think spiritually it's possible to come out with something logical. Oh, it just makes sense to do this. Okay, okay, let's do that. It makes sense. Right? It's different from there are some teachings that will tell you God has given you common sense. Use it. It's not everything God will do for you. 
And I understand the pain of how that message came. It's because of lazy Christians. It's, but all of it is just Satan. Satan attacks Christians, then also preachers too. Where are you to tell them? Use your mind. All Satan is doing is, is killing anything spiritual. Don't have any spiritual compass. Right? And it, there's a way it, it will do that. It can do that. I don't, Satan is just a weird soul. In such a way that, ah, like vari- variations of things, like you can be absolutely logical, you can be spiritually logical, you can be, uh, you, there's, uh, that's, that's the last one I was going to say, like you have, you have, you have a partition, logical, spiritual, and the two don't meet. Right? But it's still Satan. As long as, as long as the spiritual is not the primary, as long as the spiritual is not the primary thing, you know, then just forget about it. You are still engaging Satan. In Satan's world, you are you are eating in there, you are jumping in there, you are, you are clapping in there. You, know, you go to church once in a while, you go to some programs or some, but you are still in the Satan's world enjoying all that, you, all that Satan has to offer. Because that thing called being spiritual is, is, is too important. It's too, it's too important. No, as Christians, sometimes we separate our Christian life and then our natural life. When we are thinking about our natural life, we put this spiritual sense aside. We make decisions. Ah, it's just, you know, nah, they will even make excuses. Ah, it's not everything about church you go to. Why? Because I have to make money now. And of course, God understands. Now, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that people can walk over. That's what I'm saying. Just, just in the development of the soul, right? There's just, the soul can, in a sense, have that. They just, I don't know, that thing is very, 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 it's a thin line. And Christians can feel so spiritual, feel like they are growing, feel like everything is working. Well, because I planned this, 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 and that. But when you look at the frame of that soul, that soul is not spiritual. And we have a lot of Christians in that area, just eating and, and the world would think, in short, if such Christians are prospering in the natural, ah, that's even the club of pastors. See, see, see Sister Jide. No, ah, no, Sister Jide can be See, see sister, sister Titi and Brother Shegon. You see Brother Shegon now? Brother Shegon is a multimillionaire. And you guess what? You know how he did? He submitted to the ways of our people here, right? Just follow what we tell you, you'll make it. And then they'll be teaching you every day, every Sunday. The Lord can make, you can make it. You will make it. Believe, faith. Just, it's still Satan, it just, mm-hmm. but it is not, I'm not attacking anybody. I'm, I'm just, it's just example, just example I'm giving. <laughs> now because we have, we have great pastors, right? So, 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 and Satan that not did that, and that is spoiling our pastors, right? 
he will create, he will, he will go and spoil somebody so that every time everybody see pastors, that's what they see. But that's not it, right? <laughs> but the truth of the matter is that this thing about being spiritual can be, can be, what do I put? Can be misunderstood. Being spiritual is 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 non-negotiable. Is the core of every believer. If the if, if that believer can't be spiritual, forget about ascension. Because the and the truth of the matter is that the moment a believer is becoming spiritual, something about ascension is beginning. That's not the truth. Because it's a sign of ascension, really. It's a sign that, ah, something is about to happen. And Satan does not like that a lot. And Satan created religion. Created religion. When, they, when people see Christians, what they see is religion. And I, I don't know, everybody has been telling the world today that Christianity is not a religion. Everybody, no one classify religion, they classify Christianity religion, okay. Religious organizations, okay, we, or I would, because we do religious things, no problem, we can call us that, it's okay. But religion, Christianity has nothing to do with religion. In short, religion is a spirit. Re, religion is, the, is religion that bombs people. Sure, you know, you know those suicide bombers. It's religion. And the thing about religion is that religion has this. It has a a spiritual. What's that word? Ah, well, let me use backing. It's like it's like people always think it's something spiritual that's, that they are doing, but it's not. And that's why it's important to know what true spirituality is. That is all religion, no? And the way I think about it was Pastor Jay that was also saying one day, right? About what the way God told him about religion is religion is a spirit that sounds exactly like the Holy Ghost. Sounds exactly like the Holy Spirit. In short, if if you hear religion and the Holy Spirit talk, you won't differentiate the two. What can separate them? Is understanding and doctrine. Doctrine, understanding. If, if you, if we are dealing with the spirit of God without understanding, there's a lot missing. There's a lot, because most of the time when the spirit speaks, right? Am I joining this direction? When the spirit speaks, that thing is dependent on understanding, and that's why most sometimes we get we miss it, right? Because some understanding, and, and that sometimes is where patience is needed. Sometimes the Holy Ghost can say something now. I would, I would save you. The soul can take that and interpret it to anything. The, the, the summary of the thing is that you don't actually know what the Holy Ghost is saying by that I will save you. You know that I will save you could mean that I will make, I, will, I can, let me know. Is that, I was going to use an example that was funny. Let me, let me know is that example. Okay, because we are children of God. Before all of us are using faith now. Okay, now, that I will save you. Okay, this one. Ah! Why am I going? Why is my thought around this area? That would, maybe I'll just say it as it is. You know that I will save you could mean that I will take you from the earth. Right? But you know a soul, <laughs> you know a soul can quote, with long life will I satisfy you. 
I'm showing myself the Asian. Ah, okay. No, but and I can say that the Lord has done that many times. And okay, a glimpse of that, I mean, we may not know, we may not know before, right? But we, we, we get to know because we've seen certain things happen. Like, you know, there was a time that I can't remember. Ah, I forgot the name. Kenneth Egan was talking. There was a minister that was teaching in the era. And then Egan gave a warning that if he does not change, God is going to take him. If God takes him, he's not going to go to hell. It's for to save him. But you know, you know that the, the guy can be quoting all scripture, long life. But that's God saving him. There are ministers that God have taken. Maybe something will also they die, you'll be like, ah, why did they die? You don't know nothing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Glory be to God. In the heart, they are gone to glory also. You don't know whether God just took them because God was seeing the future. That, ah, if this so continues, man, it's for perdition. You know what? Let's go. Even that even happened to Egin, because his wife was, I would say was, or, 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 I don't know, I can't pronounce the name, Oretta Egin. She was giving Egin problem. Then the Lord spoke to her one day. He said, if you don't allow this man to serve me, I will take him. Imagine a kind thing. I'm not in serious, this is what I read. <laughs> Like wow, this is this, this is serious business, man, right? But it was was clear that what we call salvation, what we call the Holy Spirit is speaking, may not necessarily be what the Spirit is saying. And as we grow, there's, there's just that heart that always must be there when the Holy Spirit says something, unless by the by the witness of the Spirit, it is clear what the Lord is saying. Don't assume that you know what the Lord is saying. Sometimes when prophecy come, you shall, you shall ascend. Okay, I will make you, I will make you fishers of men. You know, the soul can quickly start ministry. Crusade. Quickly start crusade. Ah, the Lord appeared to me and gave me a word. I will make you fishers of men. You will be more, you will be a, 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 a wonder, right? The man could start, start planning. Ah, the Lord is calling me to ministry. Calm down. Do you know whether it is God? <laughs> do, you know, do you know whether it is the Lord calling you to ministry? Ministry is not being so. Amen. So, when it comes to the Lord speaking, or we, on, we try to, you know, the Lord raise a hand, we need patience, meekness, and Pure, just staying on lead, that leading thing. Because leading is gradual. It's progressive. Let me put it that way. Even if the Lord decides I'll make you features of men and something is clear now, there, are, there may be other aspects of things that is not even clear yet. Okay, okay. Oh, just calm down. Hold on. Let's see how things will go. Right? So, that aspect, how, how we descend the spirit later is by understanding. So when we say something, then we, as we grow in understanding, over time things will become clearer. There were things. Okay, let me put it this way. Okay, before, before 
I would no, no, I would be part of you know, life meeting and everything here. You know, the Lord started talking to me. There were times, maybe I had, I had a, it's almost like a vision, but it's a dream. It's a revelational dream. Uh -huh. So the Lord showed me that I, uh, I was in the midst of a lot of crowd. Right? So, and I'm not seeing this as an episode. So I was in the midst of a lot of crowd, and then all of a sudden, I think, ah, it's now fading away, it's much more now. Now, I think, all of a sudden, I think the Lord came, or somebody came that I know, something, and then placed hand on me, and then there was almost like electricity coursed through my body, inside the dream. So I knew that some form, or I know it was, okay, maybe the Lord anointing me for something, and I saw somebody, immediately after that, I saw somebody with eyes blind, and I just put my two eyes in their eyes like this, and the eyes open. And inside the dream, I was feeling like champion, right? Then all of a sudden, I saw somebody were casting out demons. So I went there and I spoke to them about the thing they were doing, how to deal with the issue, and they dealt with it. And, and then I woke up. Do you know that the, the moment I woke up, do you know the the interpretation <laughs> that the Lord is going to that I'm going to start ministry one day and I'll be in, the, in that ministry I'll just be he doing healings that was the interpretation <laughs> as at that time I, I didn't know anything about word of righteousness yet I was just getting into it I, no, I want to say I was just getting into it the Lord was I was encountering the Lord which will eventually lead into encountering the word of righteousness so with that understanding, you know there was an understanding I used to interpret that dream. It's milk. Sorry, it's not a milk. Say, milk is even good. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even use milk. I would say what I used is a religious spirit. What I used was my own, is, there's something I want to say, let me not forget. It's my own interpretation that sounds spiritual. Now, that's my own. Where did it come from? And this is where I'm going. If you check it, look at it well, you, what, what you begin to see is what Ephesians was telling us in Ephesians 6. Is it Ephesians 6? Ephesians 5 and Colossians 2. Traditions of men. Philosophy. Rudiments. See. Those things that spoil men. Those are... Those are the things I used. And guess what? That's where the religious spirit rests a lot. The religious spirit will take tradition of men and make it spiritual to you. And tell you this is being spiritual. What are the, what are the religious things that we do? I'm trying to give an example. The example coming to me is too raw, so I don't want to use those ones. There are some examples regarding. There are some. Ah! Okay, I'm spending time here. I should move forward. Because the thing is, I don't know how. Well, let me just flow. Whatever I stop, I stop. Because this thing now will not make me start rushing. I don't like that rushing thing. I don't. Rushing used to distort some grace. Uh, that one is not good to rush. So I'll go as the spirit helps. Amen. So the religious spirit tie into those things, traditions. Now, there are some things we know traditionally that we think is spiritual. 
okay. Let me use an example of ah, is it, this one is a Yoruba. I know, I know we all we all have our own our culture, right? This there's a Yoruba, there's a Yoruba thing that we grow up with. Uh, Okay. In in Yoruba, if you use the left hand to give something to an adult, that's a problem. In Igbo too. Okay, 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 good. So you cover eyes. If you use your left hand to give an a problem, serious one, no. it's as if you have sinned. Like you are going to, it's like they will kill you and bury you right there. Now, that doesn't mean that if you see people now, you should, you should you now know that because it's tradition, you now know don't go out, don't go and cause trouble for yourself. Just be me. Just use your right hand and give them hand. But if you know that they are like that, it's okay. Now the question, the thing now is that where in where in scripture, or let me put it that way, you you see even Christians taking that thing into the church where they are related. What do you mean by that? As Christians now, Christians, and then you have to wonder what's going on. But here is now the side that we should consider. You know that some people are born naturally to use their left hand, right? And if it's the left they use, please, which hand would they use to give something to people? <laughs> so those people that they use left naturally, what should they, what should they, what should they use? Eh? So they should, because their brain is wired to use the left. So they won't even think of right. But somebody that does, <laughs> maybe a European person, you know, ah! what do you mean? You, you take that away. No, 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 that's an insult. Ah, sorry, it's, not, it's, just, it's just a man. It's just, see, the scripture tells us that all things are good. Abi. No, that one now, that's a head. That's another word, poor, poor a head. That one about, that's another word that poor was saying about eating meat, you know, sacrifice, all those things. Okay. Maybe not, we'll not go in those areas today, but maybe, maybe that's a, even a good example, right? Just some traditions, right? For example, a head. Oh, this is a good example. If you have a dream, right? And you eat, you eat in your dream, and you wake up. There is some tradition that in, in the church we believe that's a problem at some point because I grew up in a, in a place with that belief. In short, I had that belief until I encountered word and I was like, ah, ah, what's all this, man? And then you know that sometimes that you'll not be hungry before you sleep and you dream of food. What? I mean, and that one happens. Do you not, it's not now an evil spirit, but anyway, they believe if you do dream that. Witches and wizards have done something to you. You have been initiated and all those things. If I think about how many times I dream in my, in my child as a child, and when I wake up, I rebuke it. In the name of Jesus, I pour out everything I have eaten. I pour out everything I have eaten. <laughs> Seriously. No, I pray that prayer. In short, I'll carry, the wa- I'll carry water, read Psalm into it. Um, Either don't the scriptures of the Moses about the Son of Almighty. Uh, uh, either it doesn't have a fall. Okay, no arrow. You know we all know Psalm ninety. Drink it. Yeah. 
Maybe we can hang it or something. Or so, put it somewhere. <laughs> so, and immediately I woke up, I started praying. Every evil thing I have eaten, I, 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 I vomited in the name of Jesus. I vomited. I did not vomit anything. But, but spiritually, I am vomiting it. Then I'll go, I'll go to the, in the sink. I'll literally... <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! We take about it now. It's so funny. Yeah. It's so funny. Why? Because I'm not seeing the the craziness. Is it craziness I put all? Yeah. Is see spirits make make men men look weird, yeah. yes, crazy. Yes, sir. Imagine somebody. They, you, we are hungry. Went to bed. You slept. You ate, and then ah, maybe it's a sign you should wake up and eat something hot. And there's a wah, wah, I carry water. Only they're trying to good place. But guess what? Those things were taken from tradition. Because in the Yoruba tradition, there has, been not, there has been teachings of demons about all those things, even before Christianity came. Before Christianity came, there has been issues about people eating their dream. If, if you see it even in movies, Yoruba movies are there plenty, where they, maybe somebody would eat from their dream and then it's a witch that gave them food to eat. Right? And then even you, even you, you will see it in this, in this, even in this day and age, you see still movies about such things. And, and funny enough, this is, I don't know, sorry I've said it, but you will see it in Christian movies sometimes. Like, what do you mean that? No, kill. And in the movie, they will make sure the person did not eat it. That is the person that brought it that not finally ate it. No, it's you. And do you know that all those things are tradi- Yoruba traditions? Yes. There's something we call Elero Neoforiaregbe, Elero Neagberue, things like that. So the meaning that he who carried, he who brought the load will carry their load. So meaning that whoever brought the evil thing will take it back. Right? Back to sender. Harrow. Back to sender. Back to sender. Back to sender. Please, and there's a scripture we quote for you too. Shall prosper. But, yeah. Well, that's not the one. This is yes. <laughs> we use that scripture, but you know that arrow one is not. It's not. It's not Bible. Own. That one is Yoruba juju. They call it. Um, ah, I forgot to. There's a Madarikan. There's a. There's a, there's a Yoruba thing, juju called Madarikon. And what Madarikon means that, lose, ah, I try to say this thing. Is, you are going somewhere, but you don't know where you go, you go somewhere else. So that's what they call that juju. <laughs> then you hear, Tio Gerebak Bobo Arai, if you know, it's incantation. You know banana leaf. You know during you know banana the when it's after a while it will fall because it is it's life cycle of the banana tree. So when at first it will stand up like this and later the hand. So in the banana you see part of the hand falling. So they now use that to do incantation. It's all traditions. It's not in Bible. And then you see us Christians. The moment we eat in dream, sometimes ah, 
Sometimes when I would, now when I dream and I see food, I will say, ah, eat this food well, man. Eat the food I enjoy. Then when I wake up, I'm like, wow, ah, I'm hungry. Oh. Let me go and find food I chop. Be, you know, before, you'd be afraid I'll be praying inside water some night. But now I say, ah, even now, I say, bring the food. Now, what I'm saying, let me quickly say this, ah, tabak, let me quickly say this Yoruba thing that, you know, in the, in the movie, they will make sure the person don't eat it. Why can't even do it that they eat it? And nothing happened. They lick okra and say, ah! But they will make sure that in the dream, no, I will not eat it all. Is you, come, come and be eating your own food. You know, to display power. And we know that God saves. I mean, I'm not saying that those things don't exist and all that, but they are all lying signs. Lying signs. Is, Satan has his own lying signs. Amen. So, those things are not, are not real. They are they're not true in God's world. It's Satan. It's doctrine of demons. Satan gave it to us and we carried it and we explored with it. So, either I enter this, uh, okay, spirit, religious, okay. So, a religious spirit, right, sounds exactly like the Holy Spirit. And it tied, it would tie traditions, um, rudiments, philosophies, you tie it to Christianity. So, when you see Christians, half, not half of them, most of their belief, you see a Christian praying in the spirit, you see a Christian reading a Bible, and half of what is inside them has no bearing with, with upward development. Has no bearing with What would I use again? Has no bearing with true spirituality, with true Christianity. You know, Christianity is real substance. It's, there's, it's substantial. There, there's substance to it. It's not just praying to cast out demons. It's not just and you no know, praying to cast out demons is not. It's not the substance of Christianity. That one is 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 an after. It's another added benefit. So when you talk about the content of the gospel, is a program of arising. The main content of the gospel, Christianity, the whole thing, concept, everything is can souls arise. That's it. And there are programs to ensure that souls are arising. There's a program to make sure that David's are rising. Amen. We know, we know the song, David's are rising. To make sure that souls are arising. The, ari- the program of upward journey is, what the, is the content of the gospel. The, but there are many things that advertise the gospel. Many things that advertise. We have it's like when you have a product. Jesus is not a marketer. God is not a marketer, but I'm just using that sense. When you have a, when you have a product, you would advertise the product. The advertisement in, in itself is not necessarily what that thing is doing. In, right? So, for example, if they want to advertise Blue Band, right, they will show you that, oh, a child came out of the 
woke up, oh, mommy, mommy, I'm hungry, I've got to school. Then you see the mother going to the kitchen, they take blue band, I don't know that advert, then put it, and they put it in their bag, and then they go. What they are, you know, you know that that's not, that, I mean, they're advertising the blue band, right? But that, that ad is, some, is a movie we and I watch. Did it entertain us? Did it entertain us? But the product, it's simply a butter that you can use to eat bread. That's the real thing. But they need to create all those paparazzi around the product so that people can, oh, let me try. It's to just change the will of souls to try the product. So the gospel also have evangel. Now, anything that advertises the gospel is evangelistic in nature. That's the reason for evangelists. To evangelize. Get a lot of people interested. Win, win souls. You see, when you see an evangelistic soul, when you see an evangelist preaching, all you have to be seeing is that they are, they are getting souls to make commitment. We will go upward. We will go upward. We will go upward. Ah, yes, I want to. They make them see the upward. In a sense, they don't see the actual upward journey, but they give them like gleams, a sense of it. Okay. But what might happen? But you know, after evangelists finish work, that's just when the job is just, <laughs> just beginning. Okay, now. Okay, this, okay, maybe not. Let me not talk about this one now. Let me talk about the one that have happened in the past. Okay. Every time you see a revival in the past, is, a, is God doing an evangelistic work? Every revival that you've seen is an evangelistic work. Yeah. When, when it happens, what happens? You see a lot of souls. Ah, we've lost sight of God. Let us return to the Lord. He will teach us of his ways. We will walk in his path. Oh, ah, what have I been doing with all my life? Okay. They started committing themselves to God. They are still under the revival thing. But after revival, Things need to continue. So after a revival, an evangel so a revival is Holy Spirit evangelizing. You know, Holy Spirit can use people as evangelists. But now, the same way he boycotts Peter to baptize the Cornelius and his household, Holy Ghost can also do that. Stand in a place and begin to evangelize to people. Sky God is awesome. I'm just looking at that. so you know before we think, <laughs> but because of the place where God, where because of the place of the Holy Ghost, He can't extend in that sense. He can't extend the work beyond evangelizing to the soul to be convicted to be saved or be dedicated to God. After that, another work of the Holy is it's still Holy Spirit, but another work needs to begin. About now, okay, now that you've rededicated your life, let's start arising up. Because everything God has been trying to do to souls is to get souls to arise and keep arising and keep arising and keep arising. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So, arising or going up is, is what the 
the journey of every believer should be the focus, the goal. That's what it should be like. Arise. No, don't be too flat. Now, if all that a believer is, is thinking is things in the natural, even if it is take, even even it is get, even if that believer is getting it spiritually, it is still earthly. There's nothing arising about it. You can use the advert the, the, the benefits around being a Christian or being a believer to remain natural. Or let me put it this way. To okay, this concept I'm saying now. To <laughs> to still be going down. Still not going up. The only difference is that you will not end in you will not end up in hell, but you'll still be going down. It's, it's a weird thing, Abi. When we said earlier, it's so like the spectrum is just up and down. Right? It's either you're going up or you're going down. So it's even possible for believers to be going down with a sense of going up, but won't end up at the at the at the bottom, right? Because the, that very bottom and that's leak material, right? That's leak material. But believers can be in hell and still be a Christian. That's the funny thing. They can literally stay in hell, live hellish life, and still be a Christian. The only difference is that when everything is round up, God wants to round everything up, you don't take them from hell and just put them in the least, least, least abode in the world to come. So you won't be, in the world to come, they won't be in hell. <laughs> this thing, and there are things around this area, honestly. Like, you no, know, before we just think, be a Christian, up, down. There are, there are things here, like, that God will help us with light to, to break down. It's possible for a believer to be hellish, but is a believer. And the hellish there is not that you are a Satan or anything. It's just that hellish life. Now, you, you know that hellish life is not... Let me put it this way. Do you know that God... God created lake. Let me choose the word I use about God creating hell. But I wouldn't say God created hell. No, hell is the habitation of fallen angels. So when God, when angels fell, they didn't fall to earth. They fell to hell. Right? So they fell to hell. Hell is the habitation. So all the fire you see in hell is their own. It's their nature. Yes. All the fire you see in hell is, is the nature of evil spirit. So maybe some people die and they say they went to hell. Some people burning in hell. Okay. All right. I mean, you see some people burning in hell. Okay, good. They're just, it's, just, it's just where they have been before they even died. The fire are there. Now, it may be tormented to them because now they, because it's, it's a strange fire. 
It's not the fire that a soul should have. It's possible that a soul can have that fire but contain it because of the, because of the nature of the, the way God created man. Right? They can have they can have hellish fire that is not, oh, let me know, let, what am I even saying? That is consuming them, but does not look like it is consuming them. Because they have what it takes. So they have, they have what they can relate the fire with in the natural. Right? They can take the fire and put it in career. Take the fire, put it in money. Right? But when you go to hell, there's no money, there's no career. There's no, uh, what else? There's no money, no dollars, no pounds. There's no edge. There's no class. Yeah. All the things that you can use hellish fire to go after. There's nothing like that. All you see in hell is the, is the raw, is, is, is the raw, is the raw thing. Let me put it that way. So, as raw as it is, the soul does not have, it's, it's like you yank the, the veil of, ah! Because when, you, when the soul is going after all those things, because it's getting something, it thinks it is it's awesome, it's satisfying, it's, ah! But not knowing that it's a, straight, it's, it's a tormenting fire. In short, that, those fires is what causes uh, depression, uh, sadness, uh, in, in the, that's what, most of those is causing sadness. Chasing after, I want to marry, I want to all those things that, you know. You know, I want to marry can be, can be hell, a hellish life. Because what is pushing the want to marry and all those things. <laughs> all those things, you will notice that they will never bring any sign of joy. The only joy that they temporarily get is maybe they use it to achieve something small. But that thing doesn't last, it's temporary. They, they fall back to sadness. Oh, oh, okay. What's happening? Is that <laughs> the, the, the fire that they are using, has no bearing with everlasting joy. So when you get to hell, there's no car, no house, nothing to you. So the thing is burning them. The passion, but nothing to, the soul can't go and get house. It, mm -hmm, can't exp no freedom to express because, because all the things that you thought was real, they removed it and then you are not leaving the rawness of the fire that you are using. So the raw hellish fire is simply, the fire in hell is the life of fallen angels, which they bring to earth to give. Quickly, ah, there's, I was talking to a friend and the person was talking about maybe a vision that they saw where they looked to earth. Maybe they, 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 the Lord took them. Then they looked to earth. They were all seeing all kinds of things, like, fire, like smoke, pretty much like, like a war zone bomb and all those things. What's creating all that? Is hellish fire. Right? So it's hellish fire that is creating all those things. So when you now have hellish fire, hell, that you can't, that is in its, in its natural habitat, <laughs> all you see is evil spirit. And those people that go to hell, let me put this, those people that go to hell, right, and they see people being tormented, they will always see a demon inside there that is not being affected by the fire tormenting the people. Perhaps that demon was attached to them while they are alive because, you know, that's how it is. The same way angels can be attached to human beings, 
evil spirit can also be attached. And the link there is the soul. If they can find a place in the soul, ah, they don't have to possess. They don't have to live there. The ones that possess are lower-ranking, lower-ranking demons that they are looking for. They are looking for a body. Disembodied spirits. They call it those uh, devils. Those d- devils are different from. Eh? Fallen angels. They are still fallen angels, but in their ranking, they are the least. So they don't have, they don't have much. They don't have the wisdom. They don't have. How do I put it? They are the. I don't know what dumbest. They are dumb. Right? Oh, like I can use the word. I can use the word dumb. Why? Because because the scripture tells us that we are carried onto dumb idols. Right? In, in, in Corinthians twelve, says, "In times that you are carried onto these dumb idols, mm-hmm. devils are dumb idols too. They are the one that will form a, their god of thunder, Sango. The one that will form." Uh, okay, okay, okay. So I don't know. They will do a help for you, boss. In Benin, what do they have in Benin? Eh? Oh, they have a gun there too. Ah. So I guess Yoruba and Benin too, they have the same thing. Because Yoruba too will have a gun there. Ah, you don't have a deal, huh? Ah, maybe it's not real local. We usually hear it in movies. <laughs> what about Ailala? It's Benin? Mm-hmm, okay. So, so it's devils that become us to all those things. Spirits. Hey, honestly, I'm not even near. I don't even know how I enter here. <laughs> what I want to, what I want to talk about? <laughs> it's as I level, but anyways, but evil spirits are, when you now begin to move up, in spiritual ranking, you now begin to have spirits that have some level of wisdom. They are those ones, they don't need to possess, they don't need, they don't need a body. They themselves they are a body. They don't need a body. What they want to do is train, train people, train them to have their life, to carry their person. The same way when you say anger is a spirit, yes. In the spirit, when you look, you see you see an evil spirit that it is nature, is raw anger. When you see the spirit in, the, in this, you don't, everything you say about the spirit is anger. So that spirit can culture souls. Now, okay, now let me not use anger because God gets angry too. I guess there's only anger. Now, when it comes to God's own anger, is an is a is a love kind of is a the way, the way God, it's not the way we think anger is. That's, how, it's not, that's not how God gets angry. In short, when God is displaying wrath, what you see is pure love. Mercy. That's what you see. When God is, God's pure anger is mercy. That's a funny thing. I don't even know what kind of a human, sorry, why don't I say human? I don't know what kind of a being God is. Right? God is not human, sorry. I don't know what kind of a being God is that is wrath. It's just pure love. When you check, when you check the rot, everything there is nothing wrong. 
you check the, the rat, maybe the rat is maybe destroying some, when you look at inside the, the wisdom, everything that crafted what is resulting in what you are seeing, you see that there's nothing wrong there. Just, pure. And when you look at inside, you see love. Maybe act, wait, how can this thing be love? There's somebody like that. But when you see evil, evil, evil spirit <laughs> displaying rod, ah, that one destroys. When you see it, you see, you see all kinds of feelings inside. Jealous, anger, envy, all kinds of, with anger. Uh, everything, everything there is corrupt. So, you know, and Satan twisted everything about God. He just twisted everything. Twisted it. Turned it. Put it upside down. Amen. So, when you begin to ascend spiritually, then you now begin to see, or in the, in, the, in the lower ranking, you now begin to see spirit that have fires, hellish, hellish life, but they, they give it to men to carry the same fire up and down. We do our thing. Mm-hmm. I landed. I landed by, I landed there by, um, Religious spirit. So it's just spirit that be that don't I okay. So so I learned about the religious spirit, okay, traditions and all those things, and then talking about ascending life. This is like this ascending life is the thing we are talking about. But anyways, is there is a difference in Christianity between those <laughs> so you can be a Christian and still be going down. Is a weird is a weird thing, but that is not the design of of life. That's not that's not God's design. The moment God got us, the moment we got born again, what the Lord is looking to do is to begin to raise souls up, elevate them. Can you live the natural life? Live earthly life. Okay, you before you have hellish fire. Can you change that fire? That fire is strange. Can you take my own fire? Okay. You see, I will introduce you to my fire. Part of that, he gave the Holy Ghost. So, you know, Holy Ghost is also fire. It's a dove. It's water. It's fire. It's fire. You see, when, 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 is it John that was saying, say, I baptize with water. There's one that comment that is going to baptize with what, with what, with what, is it, ah, baptize with, with spirit and with fire. And when Holy Ghost came, the first sign that we saw was fire. So in a way, Holy Ghost is also a flame. So when you begin to look at the nature of the Spirit of God, the Holy Ghost, is a flame. And you now see why it can kindle the soul towards God. Pray in the Spirit. Read by, okay, can you begin to journey towards God? Okay, can you fall in love with, with the gift of the Spirit? It's, 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 it's a fiery walk. You just kindle and all those things is part of evangelism also, but also kindling. is is to kindling and to kindle the soul. To let the soul burn. Burn in a different way. 
that it has been burning before. before and, and, and the sign that this, the fire is working is that passion for the natural, the way it sits in the soul, will begin to drop. Then passion for the things of God will begin to arise. And Satan will fight that passion because you know that that, that passion is the key of escaping him. So why many souls will not like people being spiritual, praying in tongues? Even this soul does not like praying in tongues. Eh? No matter how spiritual that soul is, they will, ah, that soul will miss a lot regarding a journey upward. Why do I say so? God did not just give... See, everything God does is not by accident. God did not just give the gift of speaking in tongues for the sake of it. That anybody that chose to will now take it. Oh, it's not for every Christian. You know, there's some sense about speaking in tongues not for every Christian. All those things are dead. It's Satan that's causing all those uh, trouble. There's what... Speaking in tongues is not just the labors, patakanata, ebrazet. It's not just about it. The word, the, the activity, the, the engaging of the spirit around it is designed such that any soul that is engaged in such can arise. Why am I saying so? Have you ever felt sad before? Maybe you're just down. You don't feel like praying. You don't feel like doing anything. And you just start praying in the spirit. At first you start, you'll be like, oh, should I just even still pray at all? But then after a while, you just keep at it. All of a sudden, you now notice that there will be some level of elevation in the soul. The reason why the soul is, 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 is sad and down before is because the soul is actually downcasted. The, so why is the countenance falling? The, the, the soul is no longer flying. Right? It's, it's, the soul is, 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 in a, is in a descending state. Then you begin to pray in the spirit. What you begin to see is that all of a sudden, maybe after you start, maybe nothing is happening, it doesn't look like anything is happening. Then after a while, you now notice all of a sudden strength from nowhere. Yeah. You know, and there's one thing that is clear. I can, I can pick it in my spirit all the time, is that the soul is lifted. Yeah. Yes, sir. The countenance is lifted. That thing is a sign of the, the change in habitation of the soul. The soul has shifted no, you know, that's the thing about the soul, it's so fast. Where it should be is always the heavenly. But if he's living, if, if he leaves the heaven for a bit, comes to the earth. Now, coming to the earth may not be a problem. But the problem now is that when you enter the earth, you have to looking at things that the earth offers, loss of the things that are not of the Father. Sometimes the soul may not, you know, like, what, why are you sad? I don't know, you know. It's in your, it's in your soul. It's coming as if you don't know, but you know. How you know is just praying the spirit for a while. You, you realize why you are sad. Simple. So the, this, the soul, there is, there is there's a place where you can stay, where evil spirit or Satan can quickly start the weight, start pulling the soul. So God designed Holy Ghost, right, as a fire. Because this, the, 
the, the, the, the nature of time has gone and I have to end in the next 15 minutes. <laughs> I beg, it is, it is what it is. But maybe I'll just mention it a bit. I've not, funny enough, I've not even, I've not thought, maybe this is the teaching. You know, sometimes when Holy Ghost come, he give us a sense, a scripture and all those things and then we start talking about it and all of a sudden, you just take us in a different route and we'll be wondering, ah, amen, welcome back. Amen. We'll just be wondering, why did the Holy Ghost take us in this direction? Why did the Holy Ghost take us in this route? Perhaps, see, one thing about the Spirit that I've, if, that I've learned is that it's a way. And there are ways. In our own mind, we always calculate. The same way, the same way we calculate uh, the leading of the Spirit, like I was saying earlier, oh, the Lord said this. And because the Lord said that, we, we just assume, okay, that's it, that's it. Funny enough, when the tongue and intervention was going on, what I saw is not what I'm talking about. That's a funny thing. But in a way, in a way, I can see the things in that, in that, in that the things that, uh, from that tongue in what we are saying. The, the, the Holy Ghost is a flame. God designed him as a flame for a reason. Now, why? The scripture tells us about the nature of the soul. The nature of the soul is that the soul must always use a fire. That fire is in the spirit. Right? So the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. Now, I don't know, the thought that's coming to me, I don't know, is the way the scripture has been interpreted is strange, right? Say so the, the, spirit, the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. Now, they're not saying the spirit of man is the Holy Ghost. They're saying the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, meaning the Lord sees it as a candle. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. Searching all the inward part. See, they are talking, what, the, what they are describing is a lamp that is kindled that can search dark places. Right? So the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward part of the body. And the inward part of the body they are saying is the soul. So they are saying that the spirit of God, Right? Or the, now when you say the, the Lord there, don't just see Jesus or God. The Lord there is the Spirit. Say the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. That we read in Isaiah. So the Spirit of the Lord is a Spirit. Right? So when you say, of course they say the Spirit of the Lord. Say the, but we know that the one that dwells in man is also a Spirit. Right? So, when the spirit sees a candle, what he wants to do is kindle it. How do you how do you how do you light a candle? Can a candle be lit by air? You have a candle, you have a wick on top, right? 
How do you get the thing to burn? Eh? You have to bring a fire. If you don't bring a fire to that, forget about kindling the, the fire, the, the candle. Forget about the thing being littered. So what Satan did when Adam fell? I believe when Adam fell, his candle was still littered, was burning. Over time, Satan replaced it. So he turned off the candle. Right? Then, by turning off the candle, there's no light inside the spirit. And that's what we call spiritual death. Dead. No light. But the soul can't stay without fire. So what did Satan do? He just came, just littered his own. Eh? Yes. Thank you. Because darkness is not absence of light. Darkness is also another light. So the moment he kindled his own light, it, it lighted it, its, its own, then what happened? Man in his spirit was more susceptible to the life of Satan. And as a result, the soul can easily follow. Because there's a relationship between the spirit and the soul of man. It's almost like the spirit of man is the guide for the soul. But the relationship is in such a way, why am I talking like this? It's in such a way that the spirit gives light to the soul enough to the point where the soul also has its own light. But that light is, this, is, 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 is in line with the, with, the, with the fire in the spirit. So it can run on autopilot because it has become knowledge in the soul. So the same way it is knowledge and life in the spirit, it will become knowledge and life in the soul. So the soul will say, I have taken this one. I can run with it. It's okay. Let me be going. Right? Because you have the soul of man. It's called a living soul. How does it live? By a fire. So, the living there is, 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 is a combination of knowledge and light from the soul. From the spirit of man. Right? So, there's a, when God made man, there's a light that God created with the spirit. So, when God breathed, into the nostril of the thing, of the mold. It became a living soul. Why? It's like, it's like, like I was saying, the relationship between spirit and soul, it's like the fire in the spirit kindled the fire. They became a living soul. And they began to live, began to walk, began to walk. Right? So it's not using the knowledge of that light. But now, that, Kai, I mean, let me see what I'm saying and then I'll end it. I think that, I think that's it, but I'm not going to rush, but I feel what I'm saying is important. Right? So the Lord needed to make sure that the, 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 the fire inside the... 
I'm trying to describe the nature, nature of soul. So we see. When you see soul, eh, what you've seen is a fire. When you see a soul, what you've seen is a fire. Amen. So, and there's, there's, there's how a soul can, becomes a fire. Is by what its spirit delivers to him. Now, the reason why I'm now, I'm now try, there's something I want, to, I want to differentiate is, okay, so why is it that when we become Christians, sometimes we are on fire for God, sometimes we are on fire for Satan. Okay, and that's what I'm explaining by the soul can pick a fire and start running without the need of the spirit anymore. Once it learns the life, right? It's, it's like batting, just, it's like this. You now, when you light a candle, it's lit. You lit it, it's on. It's, it's, this other one does not need to come out unless it's dead. Then you need to light it again. So it's like that. You just light the candle, and then because the spirit. Amen. I think that was an uh, maybe that was an accident or something, right? I think the child just <laughs> so the spirit, right, would f- put fire in the soul, and as a result, the soul would take the fire and keep going, and the soul will never leave that fire ever, until you tell it come back here, off it, light it with another one. You now see that the work the Lord is doing in believers is tedious. God created a very complicated machine that only him have the wisdom. I'm sure Satan said did not know how complicated it was until he kid. Ah, he's not dead. But I kid his spirit. Why? I put my light there. Why is it? Why? why? Ah, Adam. Ah, Abel. This. Ah, what's going on? Oh, 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 wait, 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 wait. It's like, ah, ah, Elohim, Elohim, you've started. Eh, you've started, Elohim. Ah, ah, I thought you created them the way you created us now. See me, the moment I killed myself, I escaped you. Ah, ah, so, ah, ah. Oh, okay. Let's start studying them. Let's start studying man. He, he started his, but it's easy to study because he has already put a, a, a virus. No, it's like, I forgot, there's, a, there's a thing in programming that, that can, it's a spy, it's a, it's a malware or something. Spyware, the spyware. It's a virus. Such that once a system has it, the hacker can start monitoring the system. And the person that owns it may not know. It can even change some things. And the person may not know. They will say, ah, okay. You just continue. It's a spyware. So, Satan, ah, so the virus that Adam ate. Is a spyware, is a malware, is a Trojan horse, is see all those all those vi- know there are different kind of viruses in the computer. See all those. See, there's nothing man create that would, that you would trace back to the soul or spirit. There's nothing. Trojan horse, those are natures. Trojan horse, uh, and almost of that all is in the computer. We don't know what these things are, but but you can get an essence from their name. A Trojan horse is a virus that behave. Have you, we've seen uh, Troy before. Yeah. You see, there's a, you know how they won? They gave them a gift, a horse, like a statue. Say, ah, they left. They thought they've left. Oh, 
They now get, and I think it's like a culture that you can give a gift. So they, ah, a gift. Okay, you know what? Take it into the city. Instead of, but somebody, somebody in that movie was telling them, let's burn this thing. They're like, no, 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 don't worry. Just take it into the city. It's, it's like they have left and say, so, okay, they took it to at night. The people, the people came out of the they, all the warriors that so the main warriors were inside the Trojan horse. The rest were hiding. So the ones, those ones in the Trojan horse came. They are the ones that opened the door for the rest of the army. That's that's part of that's the behavior of the seed that Adam took. That's the seed of sin. It's a Trojan horse. It's a spyware. It's, I will explain spyware. Malware. Malware is more like a. For, for example, now you, they can also do a spyware like that. But malware is a is a. Okay, so for example, now they can send you a PDF. Maybe you know all those. Have you ever received email that UPS sent you and you never ordered anything or shipped anything? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a mal. So they you not give you okay, print your PDF, uh, take your receipt or something. Then you click on the PDF, you download it. That's a malware. The moment you open it to enter the system, and you may not, it, it, it may not start spying on you. You cannot introduce a spyware. So, but ah, this, 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 it's, it's a malware is a malicious, it's a malicious software. So what you downloaded is malicious because you thought it was just a, was a malicious software. Took it. How is it malicious? It introduced another thing there. It doesn't have a good intention. So you took it in, then gave a spyware. All your keyboard and password, they will be reading it. As you're logging into website, they will, all those things, you know, they will read everything. Then it can also become a ransomware. Whereby the hacker can introduce a ransomware such that it will take hold of your system, all the files, lock it up. And it says that you will not get all of this until, hey. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> so they've signaled to me now. Yeah. So they, they are now saying that. I will also end, end the meeting. So they are saying that unless you pay some amount of money, you will not get all your files back. And they do that to most big corporations too, to get money. So all those things are things that Satan has installed inside man by the seed. Imagine I even get it again. <laughs> Talking about Adam, right? Uh, is so the kind of his soul, how the how the 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 kindling of his soul, the way it was degraded. So Satan, you know, no, right? So he lent Adam, and then started introducing his started looking for a wisdom on how he's going to get his light fully into the soul. Then he started introducing his fire. His fire is already there in this. He kindled the man's spirit, and then started introducing. Yeah, learn. So, learn from that spirit. <clears throat> so, the spirit of man was a lot sensitive. How do you know it's sensitive to evil, evil things? It's because men were occultic after that, right? 
They join into a cult. You know you can't do anything spiritual without your spirit. So it is possible to also to corrupt your spirit. It's possible. And that's because you can have a strange fire inside that spirit running. And in short, people that will give themselves to Satan fully, their spirit will, will be fully corrupted. It's not just their soul. Their soul, spirit, and body will be corrupted. Amen. So the God now gave, I'm rounding up, I'm ending. God now gave the spirit as a fire. He gave the spirit of his spirit as a fire to kindle the spirit of man and also by association kindle the soul. What for what purpose? For ascension. It's for ascension. Everything the Holy Spirit is doing is to get souls to ascend. The reason for even making a soul speak in tongue is to ascend. The reason for making a soul partake of the gift of the Spirit is for ascension. While all these things are happening, we may think, ah, this is awesome. This is beautiful. Ah, speaking in tongues, oh, the gift of faith, the gift of healing. Ah, they are all evangelistic measures. For what purpose? For to ascend. What if we, if they ask everybody, what is God's saving program? It is to develop souls to ascend. Simple. But what would the soul ascend out? Because when you say ascend, you have to come out of something. Right? Then you cannot understand what the scripture is saying. When it says that we might escape the corruption that is in this world through lust. Why is it an escape? Have you ever seen what the, when you see a, a, a jet, uh, uh, an astronaut going into the moon or anything, they have to escape the earth. They have to. How? They, have, they need a force. They need a lot of firepower to push the jet upward. Right? And as they're doing that, they, they said the, the jet or the, it's not jet, what did they call itself? The rocket. It must attain what they call escape velocity. So is the, is the velocity needed for the jet to escape the gravity? The gravitational pull, right? So even when they are, when we are leaving the earth, going to the moon, we still have to escape. Everybody, see, every, see, everything is talking about God. It's talking about spiritual things. Everybody, unless we don't want to see, even unbelievers, they don't. Everything talks about God. You want to go to the moon, you have to escape. What is that? Ascend. You want to go to the heavens, ascend. You want to fly a plane, ascend. Okay, even in the natural, the carnal thought self, they do want to ascend. Why? Everybody wants to ascend above their neighbor. I want to be above, I want to be above. What is that? It means you have to rise up and let them, okay. There's still a, so Satan knows how to manipulate ascension. So Christianity is about ascending. So Holy Ghost is the fire of ascension. Holy Ghost is the fire of ascension. Is the, is the fuel power that will get our jet or our rocket to the escape velocity needed to escape the corruption that is in this world. This world is corrupt. Everything there is hellish. See, the, the desire to marry without being led 
is a, is a, is a, is a fire, is a, is, a, is a hellish fire. The desire to make a lot of money so that we can show to our friends that we, now we get, we get is, a, is, a, is a hellish fire, it's fire. But heaven wants to replace that fire with another fire. Now, see, I think I'm just going to mention this thing quickly because I know when we're reading about the seven spirit of the Lord, one thing about those seven spirit that we begin to see in the temple is that they are candles that burn. Why? Because God typified it by the seven golden candlestick. And you must go through all the fires. So when you see that candlestick, something is burning upon on them. It's called a, it's a flame. Right? It's a flame. That flame is a fire. That fire is a sign of the spirit. Right? So that flame, and one of the things, one of the responsibility of a priest in that time is that he must ensure that the light of the candle is burning. It must not be off at any time. Meaning that our fire for the Lord must constantly be kindled or be oiled. Because how will, how will a priest attend to the fire? Is to make sure they are oiling the, they are making sure the, 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 the ah, there's a way, see, in the old days, the there's a way they do, there's a way they do candlestick. It's not just like our own candle. You know, our own candle uses wax. This is different. How you see it is when you go to uh, Zechariah. For a, you see the, they're talking about the oil that releases itself into the bowl. And those bowls, they're, they're still talking about the spirit of God too. So that means that there's a way to set the candlestick or to... Okay, this thing I'm saying, I'm jumping, right? Because the candlestick I'm saying here is, is an Holy Ghost that has, been that has been developed in a believer. It's an Holy Ghost with serious fire. It's no longer an evangelistic fire, but a fire. The evangelistic fire has some sense of elevation. But this other fire, this, which the Spirit of the Lord is about, is, is, an, is, an, is another fire. It's another fire for elevation. It's called it's, it's from grace to grace. We grow from grace to grace, right? So the fire of the Holy Ghost is to deliver us to the fire of the Lord, which will also deliver us to the fire of God. But they are all worlds of spirit. When you see those fires, they are spirit world. So what am I saying? I'm saying that we should give, we should lend, the, we should give ourselves to the fire of the spirit. We should kindle our fire. Don't let our fire run dry. How do you kindle me? By oil, oil the fire. How do, how, how, do, how do you provide oil so that the flame... It's so funny that it is both the oil and the fire is the same thing. Why? Because the Holy Spirit is a fire, it's also the oil. Which you must burn. So, the Holy Ghost is designed as a fire to flame our soul up to burn, to begin to burn for God. Let it be burning. How do, when it's burning towards God, there are things that soul will be looking for. Heavenly blessing, heavenly things. What, what, what is in the heart of God? What does God want? Okay, what, why did God give me the gift to pray in the spirit? Ah, can I pray? Because when I pray in the spirit, my soul is lifted. It's still measures of elevation. One thing I'm seeing clearly is that God wants to elevate our soul. 
can we begin to pray that heaven will help us to be elevated? Can we pray that the fire for elevation will be kindled? That our relationship with the Holy Ghost will go on another level, will increase, that we, we would come into the, the display, manifestation of the fire of the Holy Ghost. Fire for ascension, that's the key. The fire that is geared towards ascension, towards elevation, to escape the corruption that is in this world. Oh, that we will be elevated. We will be elevated. We will begin to engage with the Holy Ghost for elevation. That our soul will be, will be lifted. The fire, we will come in contact with the fire of the Holy Ghost. That more spirit will be given. We need more spirit. If, if our fire will be kindled, we need more spirit. Can we pray for more spirit? More spirit for to be kindled within our soul. Kindling of spirit. Kindling. We need to be rekindled by the fire of God. That our spirit will be kindled. Will be kindled. Hepra zete venemo shita karia. Zete kaliata zenda. Hepra zata kata. Kindlings. Fire of the spirit for elevation. For elevation. For elevation. To be elevated. That we'll pray in the spirit more. We'll read our Bible more. We'll fellowship with the spirit more. That we'll enjoy these things. That our heart will not be burning. For earthly things, we're not born for earthly things, but we begin to burn for the spiritual. We begin to burn for to be more spiritual. We will burn to be spiritual. We will burn. We will burn. We will burn. If we are, if we have some measures of spirit, that we will increase in spirit. We will increase in spirit. Thank you, Father. We give you all the praise. We give you all the praise. Thank you. Thank you. In Jesus' name we are prayed. Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for your mercy and your kindness. We thank you for how you visited us again today. Thank you for your spirit that have guided us in your word. Even to where we have landed today. We know it is by your help that we are here. Father, we ask, Lord, that what that which you want to do in our spirit and our soul by bringing this word will be established in the name of Jesus that hearts that are desiring for your fire more to be kindled that you will release your spirit that you will baptize us with your spirit and with your fire that more baptism of your fire will begin to come upon our soul in the name of Jesus but I will pray oh Lord that whenever we are cold Lord you will supply your fire your spirit for to be kindled afresh to burn for you to burn upward to be elevated into the spirit. Thank you, Father. Because you've answered our prayer, we give you all the glory, we give you all the praise. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwell between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwell between.